Divorce Detox features raw, unfiltered conversations with divorce coach Lisa Happ and family law attorney Jolie Vackey. Learn how to cope, heal, and thrive while navigating the inherently flawed family court system. Enjoy candid conversations with the hosts and their expert guests as they discuss the dirty details about divorce and co-parenting. It's time for Divorce Detox. Hello, welcome to Divorce Detox, where we dish all about the dirty details of divorce and co-parenting and how to cope, heal, and thrive while navigating the inherently flawed family court system and separating from your ex. We are your hosts, certified divorce coach Lisa Happ of Lisa Happ Coaching and family law attorney Jolie Vackey, the founding attorney of Foundations Family Law and Mediation Center. This is episode number seven of the Divorce Detox podcast. Today, we are extremely lucky to have my friend Jillian Andre on the show with us. Jillian has a co-parenting blog and runs a support group for women, and she's just a wonderful human being all around. So thank you so much for being here, Jillian. Yes, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. So why don't you start out and kind of introduce yourself to our audience and tell them who you are, a little bit about yourself and what you're up to today. All right. So I started my divorce journey, I guess, um, about seven years ago. Um, I found myself with a seven month old baby and going through a very traumatic divorce. Um, and also being 400 pounds and uneducated and feeling incredibly afraid for my future, for my daughter's future. Um, and what, you know, what my next step was. So from there, and I won't get into the nitty gritty of that part, but uh, we'll get more into that. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, from there, I took small steps, uh, made changes, made big steps, made more changes. Um, and now where I'm at, I've lost over 200 pounds. Um, I just finished my MBA at Suffolk and I am the director of member services for Jane Does Well. That's where I run the support group through. And I guess I could share a little bit about how I started with Jane Does Well, um, because it's like one of my favorite stories. And yeah, I was driving one morning and at like 5 a.m. And I heard the founder of Jane Does Well being interviewed on like a local radio station. So I immediately pulled over and wrote down her information so that I could, you know, get involved and had a call with her the next day. And that was like right before COVID. But I said, you know, I want to get involved. I'm a mom with a little kid who's, you know, went through a divorce and now is co-parenting. And I see the need for support during those times, because I think a divorce is so hard, no matter your situation. But when you have little kids, it adds a whole nother level. Um, because there's the co-parenting aspect, there's the whole change of your family and all of those expectations and dreams are changed. Um, so we started talking since then I've started the group. It's been going for, I think about three years, three COVID years. So I add time to that. And, um, And it's been amazing. I have 
got so much more than I've given from this group. Um, they're just amazing women. It's, I really, really work hard for it not to be a place where we're just venting about our ex-husbands. Not that we don't do that because we do, um, <laughs> but that it's a place where we can go to get support, to feel validated, to feel empowered, um, to help each other. We're excited when we get a new job, where we go to each other's houses when we buy a new house or, um, you know, so it's just been such an amazing part of my journey. Um, and then since then, from there, um, I felt with my support group, I love working with women who are right at the beginning of divorce, terrified. They walk in, well, they zoom into my meeting and they just look exhausted and terrified and getting to be a part of their journey from where they come in, where they're barely able to hold on or they're apologizing for crying the whole meeting to when they're like succeeding and empowered and becoming who they are, like getting their pieces back is just such a gift for me and such an amazing part. So from that, I've started my blog, which is The Mom in It, because it's really more focused around the co-parenting part it's after the divorce. So you go through the divorce, you go through all the trauma and the stuff. And then where I felt like I needed more support is, okay, we're through that part. We're all kind of settled into this new normal, but now we're co-parenting with this person forever. Right. And what does that look like? And how can we navigate that to the best we can? So that's really where I'm at right now maybe a long-winded way to say it. <laughs> oh, that was great. Your story is so inspiring. Oh, From what you. you've gone to, to where you've come and now how you're taking it to help many, many other women, it sounds like. From yeah. there to buying a house and celebrating, I love it all. I think Yeah, there's actually, it's my favorite, one of my favorite stories is um, there was a member who had just bought a new condo and she asked me to come with her to like the walkthrough before she signed and stuff. And I was like, absolutely, I'll come. And so we're standing in front of her laundry room and it, it's like the most beautiful laundry room. And so we just start crying because and <laughs> I'm like, this is like a real mom moment here. We're crying about a laundry room, but it was about, you know, it's hers and it's beautiful. And like, it's an, another step to a different life. And it was just a nice moment that I love. I love that. And so much more than a laundry room. It's, right. your, it's your whole new life. And right. just, it's very inspiring to what you created to be a part of that and to help people through that at some, one of the worst times in their lives. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was definitely the hardest thing I've ever been through. Um, so being able to support women through that is such a gift for me. Well, thank you, you for everything you're yeah. doing. Yeah, Jillian. So can you just like tell our audience what Jane Does Well is as an organization in case, you know, there's people out there who aren't familiar with it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jane Does Well works with women going through a divorce, not just co-parenting. That's just my group. But there's a bunch of different groups, a bunch of different support, more focused around um, coercive control or um 
actually there's one for parenting adult children. Um, there's all different kinds of groups because there's so many different, I mean, every family is so different, right? So, and then there's more just general ones where you can just, if you're just needing help, needing support, you just go and you can share. I mean, anytime in my group, the goal is you can share, you can sit here and just listen, whatever you need and never feel like you have to come because I never want that to be a job. You know, it's, you come when you need us. Um, and then Jean does well. They also do events in different local things in Massachusetts. The thing that they're really working hard on is advocacy for women. They were a big part of the child support guideline language changes. Um, and now they're working on some new stuff and have a relationship with the courts and are really trying to support women and make sure that they're heard through the court system. That's wonderful. And the to get involved with Jane Does Well, how do women, like, do they have to sign up to be in these groups? Like, is there a cost? Right. Tell us some of those details. Yeah. So they go to the website and they can sign up. It's free. And all of the support groups are free. Um, the costs are only for like the events, which is, you know, the food and the cost, you know, because it's a nonprofit, it's very lean. Um, but yeah, there are no costs. The thing is there are, you know, when you fill out the stuff, you need to fill out every single detail because they're very careful about who they like the members because they want to make sure that these people are real people and, um, and that there's not like, you know, people coming in that are inappropriate for the group. That's it's so amazing. Yeah, because I think a lot of women out there, um, you know, cost is a huge factor, especially when they're in the beginning of a divorce. And so they may, um, you know, their spouse may have been the breadwinner and they don't have access to resources. So having this be free and accessible, um, I just don't think enough people know about it. So we need to really um, commit to spreading the word because this could be life changing and life saving for a lot of women. I think so too. I mean, my, like I talk to my support group every day. I mean, we communicate all the time, like, and even it can be something simple, like, oh, I had the best coffee today. Or it can be like, I have to respond to my ex-husband. I'm having anxiety about this issue. Can you guys give me some feedback? And so it really, like, it really does become a community and it's very empowering and awesome to be a part of. I think having a what sounds like a divorce tribe to go through your divorce with can change the entire outcome of the divorce and post-divorce too. Now, is this always done on Zoom? I know you have events, but are all your groups done on Zoom so people from anywhere can access them or are some things just in person? So all of the support groups are on Zoom and that sort of happened, thank you, COVID, mm -hmm. um, that the support groups... Ended. But then we do events otherwise, like um, we, my group went to a salt cave in Massachusetts a couple weeks ago, and then we went out to dinner. Um, and then, like, I think tonight, actually, there's a picnic in the park. Like, so there are events that you can go to um, that are more local, but all of the support groups are on Zoom. 
So it just gives a huge wide range of mm -hmm. access to people all over Massachusetts. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are, we have members in all counties in Massachusetts now. So it's amazing. And I know a few weeks ago, so they have some other events that they have. Um, they have like a weekly ask the experts panel that's on zoom where they have a different divorce attorney every week who hops onto a zoom and just answers questions for an hour. And I did that for Jane does well a few weeks ago. And it was, uh, I just, incredible. I loved it. It was like, I don't even know how many women were there, maybe like 25 and just, they were rapid firing questions at me. And I just got to give them my gut intuition. You know, they were asking me what I thought about different judges and different opposing counsel. And yeah. And that's an important thing too, is we don't record any of those things. Mm -hmm. We don't record because we want to have real conversations. We want to know how you really feel about something. Yep. Um, so that was yeah, a lot of fun. This is a great resource. Yeah, it was so fun because, you know, they asked me about one particular judge who will remain nameless for our show. But, you know, I was like, can I be honest here? And I just was. I gave my, you know, my honest opinion. And it was so I, I really enjoyed it. And um, so but they had that every week for the members to be able to go in and just ask questions from an attorney. And that's just such a great resource, too. Um, so with your, your blog, how did that come about? And when did you start that? So I started, like I launched it about a month ago. So it's very new. Um, I was working on content for a while um, and really just finishing my MBA. So that was like the next step after that. Um, and it really came out of, you know, from Jane Does Well and realizing that, although I love the part where, you know, like I said before, like when you just get out of divorce, or you're just getting divorced. Um, but then there's a whole nother journey after that, which is the co-parenting part, which is really where I am personally um, in the co-parenting part of it. And that that's a whole nother area that's such an important part of having support and um, the journey really. Divorce Detox is sponsored by Lisa Happ Coaching and Foundations Family Law and Mediation Center. Lisa Happ is a certified divorce, narcissistic abuse, grief, and life coach. She guides women in abusive, toxic, and narcissistic relationships through the divorce process and beyond to help transform and transmute their fear around their divorce and leaving a relationship to confidence and calmness. Together with Lisa, you can clear the fog and emotional chaos you're experiencing by setting boundaries, finding your voice, and reclaiming life and your power. No matter where you are in the process, she is here to support you every step of your way. You can find her at lisahap.com. Foundations Family Law and Mediation Center is a solutions-oriented boutique law firm based in Worcester County, Massachusetts. They represent clients and mediate divorces in both Massachusetts and Rhode Island. The philosophy of Foundation's family law is to resolve family law conflicts as painlessly and peacefully as possible. They firmly believe that something beautiful can be made from something broken, and they will be with you every step of the way to build a solid foundation for the future you deserve, filled with freedom, stability, and peace of mind. If this resonates with you and what you are looking for in a family law attorney or mediator, be sure to check out Foundations Family Law online at 
foundation, foundationsfamilylaw.com. Lisa is extremely generous and is offering a free coaching session for all new Foundations Family Law divorce clients. And the magic really happens for our clients when they choose to work with both of us through our Divorce Detox Signature Program. If you retain Foundations Family Law for your legal matter and purchase a coaching package with Lisa Hap Coaching, you will get a free bi-monthly call with both of us to ensure that your legal strategy and emotional healing are in alignment and helping you to reach your ultimate goals. When you started your blog, it sounds like you were working on the content for a long time. Were you replaying in your head your first blog and what you were going to write or did it just flow? So actually, I have um, a cousin who has a successful blog. So I made her be my consultant, of course. Right. And I said, <laughs> I have this idea and this idea and this idea. And she said, okay, write down 10 articles that you could write right now about this and really co-parenting and divorce. I could, I just couldn't stop write, like writing down the articles because there's so many different aspects of it. There's so many pieces. Um, so it was just very clear in that moment that that's the direction I needed to go. And it's what I'm passionate about. I mean, I could talk about it and do it forever. I mean, because I've been doing it for three years and there's no, there's no part of me that doesn't want to be involved in it at all. Like, it's yeah, I, was, I was looking at some of the titles of your blog before we started recording today. And I love like how honest they are. And um, like, I'll just like mention some here. So beyond exhaustion, co-parenting fatigue is like parenting fatigue on sleeping meds. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then I'm an amicable, di amicable divorce does not mean pain-free. I uh, that was that really resonated with me because I know maybe this is a good way to kind of transition into talking about your divorce story because I know through our conversations you've mentioned to me you know you don't think you're you know you've seen a lot more high conflict divorces you know and yeah so can you just talk a little bit about that what does that mean amicable divorces does not mean pain-free right um actually that was an important article for me personally to write because I think when you do have a, a decent co-parenting relationship that it feels like you shouldn't feel pain or that you're healed from it. Um, but that's just not the case. I mean, I think even though we can co-parent well, our divorce, we did mediation. Um, our divorce was very fast, almost like too fast, really. Um, it was just incredibly painful and so, so hard. Um, and I don't want women who like think, oh, I had an amicable divorce. So I, I, I didn't have domestic violence in, in my divorce. So I shouldn't be complaining or I shouldn't feel this bad, or I didn't have a narcissist ex-husband. I mean, if there is such thing as not having a narcissist, <laughs> that's <what I> mean. <laughs> but, um, so I shouldn't feel bad, but that's not the case. Just because you can communicate and, and work together about your kid, that doesn't mean that the pain of that situation isn't there. And it's, it's valid. And, and that's what I wanted people to feel from that particular article. Um, but my divorce like I said, um, started when my daughter was seven months old. 
It started um, because of some mental health crisis and we didn't really know that at the time, um, but we figured it out as we were going. Um, and I was home with a seven month old baby. Again, I was 400 pounds. I had no education. And I thought, what am I gonna do? Like I have put all, and I, this is, I've put all of my eggs into this person's basket and now the basket's gone. So like, it's, it's what I did. Like I, it is what it is, but I will never do that again. I will never put all of my eggs in someone else's basket and I'm remarried and very happy, but my eggs are in my basket. I am in control of my life um, and where I go now. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a great feeling. Um, so it took, uh, we like broke up in May and we were divorced in front of a judge in September. I mean, it was very, very fast. And um, I went through really, really a major depression at that time because it was just terrifying. Like, um, but slowly I, I didn't have a choice but to get up. I had a seven month old baby. Um, and slowly I, you know, made choices and made set goals. You know, the first ones were like survival goals, like get up and make food, go to the park with my daughter, do this, do that. And then bigger goals, like I had to get out of the house that we were in, we had to sell the house. So I had to paint every room and do that with a baby and not in a particular great place mentally. Um, so that was my first big goal was to get out of the house and to buy my own house, um, which I did. And I was very happy. And even now, I mean, I've been in this house for six years. Um, I love it because it's mine. And like, I can paint a room and it just feels so homey. And I never felt that way in my old house. And my old house was much nicer, <laughs> <laughs> much nicer and much bigger, but very empty, honestly. And I always wanted an old house and uh, my ex-husband was against an old house. So of course, the first thing I did was buy an old house. <laughs> and now I can understand why he didn't want one. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with its own uh, yeah. issues, right? <laughs> with its charm. <laughs> Every time I do my a house project, I understand better why. Mm -hmm. um, and, then, and then I got my bachelor's degree and then I also had weight loss surgery in 2019 and then through weight loss surgery and um learning how to eat much better and mindful eating i lost over 200 pounds which was a big goal that's and, amazing um, that's incredible yeah it's it's definitely life-changing for sure mm -hmm. but i always say too like i wish that people could see because my before and after picture is very drastic but I wish that people could see the inside before and after, because that's like way more drastic even, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and then I decided to continue my education and I, and I got my MBA and I'm super proud of myself for that because it's not something that I ever would have done um, before. And it was hard. It was very hard. And, and I graduated in the spring. But. Yeah. Amazing. I am super proud of you too. We have just met. 
but I am so proud of you also. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story of your divorce. It really seems like it's more of a journey of empowerment is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, I think I was saying this last night, actually. I think I'm I'm a pretty spiteful person sometimes. <laughs> and so like at the beginning, I, I think I used a little spite, like you're not going to win. Like you're not going to win this. Uh, not in the divorce, like whatever, we'll sign the paperwork. We, we did fine with that, but you're not going to win. Like I'm not going to fail without you. Mm-hmm. So then that spite then turned into like empowerment and, <laughs> and that type of stuff. Yeah. And when you were talking about, um, like when women compare divorce experiences, you know, and maybe feeling like they're not entitled to be upset because, you know, their divorce wasn't this bloodbath in court that took years and everything like that. But when I, you were still like grieving the loss of your relationship. And I know Lisa is Lisa, you're a grief coach. And a lot of what you do is, is focused on like grieving the loss of that relationship, isn't it? It is. It's still a loss. It's still like the hopes, dreams, and expectations that weren't met. All your hopes, dreams, and plans for the future and the way you envisioned your future not coming to fruition. So it is an actual grief. Like grief doesn't just have to be a death. It's so many losses. Just when you said something about your home a few minutes ago, I was like, oh, there was a little grief there when she let that house go. Because you have this big house and I have a home you love, but there is a grief in just letting go of the things like the home and the things in it. Oh, absolutely. I think grief is the perfect. I mean, there's so many big words like um, trauma and grief. And I remember when I was in therapy and my therapist said trauma and I was like, it's not a trauma. Like I, I think of trauma as like, you know, getting hit by a bus or something that that's trauma, that's physical trauma. But this like felt like I got hit by a bus. Like Mm -hmm. this was trauma, but identifying those words is so hard and so powerful. So I think absolutely it was grief. I mean, I had been with him since high school. I had never never been with anyone else, never loved anyone before. And it was very quick. It was incredibly painful. Like, and although we were able to negotiate, um, through mediation and not have, like you said, a bloodbath in court, it, it still was incredibly, incredibly painful and hard. When you said you put all your eggs in one ba- in his basket, you know, and I mean, it sounds like part of our identity when we get married is so intertwined with this person. So when that ends, it's like having to rediscover who you are without that person. And that just must be so like, it's like you're, the rug is pulled out from under you and you have to find your bearings again and find your identity on your own, right? Exactly. And I would say that is my... I mean, not when I was going through it maybe, but that's my favorite part to watch women pull those eggs back and mm-hmm. see who they are because it's like so amazing to be able to be a part of that. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're discovering all these new things that they love or they're getting promotions or they're just being really happy, like being a mom without all the stress of 
you know, maybe a toxic ex or whatever. And it's just really awesome to see. And I remember that feeling and, and having that, like, okay, it's like, you know, rock bottom or, or starting over whatever you want to call it, but it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm here now. So what am I doing? And then having the power to do that. It's like one of the few opportunities in life where you get a clean slate again, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's and terrifying and awful. Oh, yeah. And Good. also amazing at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the two sides of the same coin, you know? Right. Um, but I also saw on your blog that you are really inviting other women to share their divorce stories and they can be done anonymously. And I, I think that is such a wonderful opportunity for, you know, and gift to show other women um, how you know, others before them got through this and and give them hope and inspiration. But what was your reason for wanting to invite others to share their story? Well, I think the reason there's a couple, the first one is when people share their stories and and I've learned this a lot recently, because I'm like really sharing myself lately. I've been very vulnerable, which has been really hard. Um, But, but so rewarding. And every time I do, I get feedback. Like I felt that I understand that I go, I went through that. So if you're sharing your story and and it's anonymous, so like your ex can't like print it out and bring it to court. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, so you're sharing your story because then other women say, that's what I went through or I didn't go through that exactly, but I understand that. Like I'm, I'm not so alone in this process somebody else experienced this so and I think at least for me writing is very healing like if you're telling your story it's very healing um for you personally so those were really the reasons why I did that and I'm loving getting the stories it's so you know empowering that's amazing it's almost like you're creating a virtual support group for people outside of your support group where people can write in and support each other yeah I mean that's that's what I want I mean if if my goal if I had to say like what my goal is is I want a community I want to bottle what I have from Jane does well in my support group for everyone because it is so awesome and so needed so what I'm working on is growing this community of women, either they're just divorcing or co-parenting um, that understand this struggle and understand this, you know, some people call it a trauma bond, which I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I love, thank you again for everything you are doing. I know our listeners can only hear you. They can't see you, but Julie, do you agree? Like. The amount of life and light that is in your eyes when you talk about what you do, you light up, Jillian. Oh, thank you. And I have a fever right now, so. <laughs> so this is like even like pulled back, but no. yeah, this is like yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to bed. Man, like the passion just like oozes out of you. It shines, and like having you like go through this huge monumental trauma, let's call it for what it is, and then like 
being brave enough to um, give back to those coming after you is just so incredibly inspiring and so needed. And like, I think I speak for everyone, but thank you so much for all the work that you do in this world. It's so meaningful and so needed. And we're going to link to everything that Jane does well. We'll link to your blogs. People can connect with you. Um, but do you have any, like anything last words you want to impart to our audience before we wrap up? No, I mean, I think to me, like being able to feel validated and supported when you're going through this at whatever stage you're at is such an important part. And, and that's why I'm doing this. That's why I value this. And I would love anyone to be part of this community. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I think that is going to do it for today's show. And next week, Lisa and I have an interview and we're going to be kind of changing gears and we're going to talk about conscious uncoupling. It's more than just a buzzword that Gwyneth Paltrow talked about years ago. So we will hope that you will tune in with us then. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning into Divorce Detox with Lisa and Joe Lee. If you enjoyed the show and want to help us create more content, please be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Instagram at Divorce Detox Pod. Please note that the information shared during the podcast is for informational purposes only and does not create any type of attorney-client or coach-client relationship. Please consult with a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for legal advice specific to your case.